Super Thwack Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Thwack Podcast. This is episode 85. Jesus Christ. Fuck, I should have <laughs> checked before we did that. I'm pretty sure you're oh, yeah. right, though. Yeah. Um, today, we are going over... Uh, Round two of the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers album. Uh, it's been three or four weeks since we did the first half. We've had a lot going on, a lot of uh, changing around, people getting sick, us just not being able to do it uh, last weekend. Shit. Yeah, just the normal. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens. It's part of life. Um, so, yeah, we got we did get Nate back to uh, do round two. So, how have you been, sir? I've been busy. I've been good and, you know enjoying life i guess hell yeah nice. can't ask for much more <laughs> no i mean honestly i mean i can ask for a lot of money you know i mean there's <laughs> that that'll yeah. make everything so much better yeah. <laughs> you know absolutely and the one thing that does suck in the time that we've like been away like it seems like people have stopped talking about this album oh yeah, yeah it's you know, crazy it, it, yeah um it didn't it wasn't a popular album because you know it didn't have bangers and shit yeah. so i felt like uh, it was the talk for like a good week maybe two weeks yeah. you know yeah. and um, but I mean that's, that's how it goes with most albums. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, especially well, uh, now. Yeah, yeah. So. this is not the era to drop something that stays in people's consciousness for a long yeah, time. Seriously. This is the okay. We're gonna what listen to this. Good it, in my car. Yeah, it listen. <laughs> yeah. We will work for five minutes and then we move on to the next big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's just the way the world works now. It, and as soon as Post spinning. came out, Post Malone came out too. It, oh, I didn't even know he dropped yeah. an album. Yeah, dropped an album have Friday. You, have, you, have you guys been listening to the radio? Do you know if any of his uh, Kendrick songs? came up on the radio i, I don't listen to the, the radio, radio. either yeah. that's why I'll, if i, I had a guess yeah. i think n95 probably <laughs> plays on there too, either that or a uh, die hard i could see die hard playing on there yeah i could see that yeah. mainly because the chorus but. if it wasn't for how many bleeps you'd have to put in song i think rich spirit is probably in my opinion like the most like commercially accessible yeah, like even you know, over yeah, n95 so too, actually really uh, it rich just spirit, has yeah. has just like a crazy beat and it's super Super easy to follow along. Yeah, with. I can see it's that. It's got that uh, um, basic flow that a lot of people like to listen to. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. And it's probably honestly my favorite, one of my top two on the album. So okay, right on. Um, how have you been, Damien? I've been good. I've been busy. Um, yeah, busy. Yeah. It's fair. like one of those things where like every day seems like it blends into each other. Oh, yeah. it's like damn. fucking nuts, man. Yeah, <laughs> every every damn week I'm like, yo, is it this Thursday, motherfucker? It's Thursday already? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Like, all right, cool. It's nice, but um, yeah. Then, then, but then the next week comes way too quick. Right? Yeah. You know. So time always moves by when you ain't got shit to look forward to. As soon as you're like at the beginning of a week and you have like vacation the following week, it's the longest week of your fucking life. Yeah. But then as soon as you get there, your vacation week's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. stupid. It's the way it's always worked. Like, it also feels like as soon as we graduated high school, time just like accelerated it really did which is fucking bullshit it is yeah it's kind <laughs> of like, Yo, why, why did high school take so long to finish because you were forced to sit in a classroom yeah, for fucking nine for hours a day bored out of your fucking mind and next year will be 10 years i don't want to think about it yeah yeah next what do you mean 10 years since we graduated oh yeah okay okay i got it <laughs> yeah. yeah okay it's fucking yeah, nuts damn. Are you going to the fucking um Dude, no one's gonna uh, remember who I am. Oh yeah, no one's I went for going. half a yeah. fucking year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd go or not, to be honest. Um know. yeah, I don't know. Maybe. 
They have a 20 year old. If it sounds interesting, you know what I mean? If it sounds cool, if it sounds fun, but if it just sounds like some basic bitch shit, I'm I'm cool. Like just go to the school or something? No, well, you know, just something like, yeah, I guess something like that. You know, something boring. But if it's like a a grill, like a barbecue going down, you know what I mean? I did some cool people that I know and I'm familiar with. I show up, yeah, hell yeah. I'll pull up. Be cool to see everybody, you know, one more time. Absolutely. Um, I don't, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I talked to, in high school, I, I didn't really talk to much more people than are in this room. I know we didn't really talk a whole lot during, or at all during really high school, but like, it's Nate, Nate, and then everybody else I really talked to in high school, I don't talk to anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I really don't talk to anybody from high school other than you two, Nate, um. Justice. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm talking since fucking kindergarten. So yeah, <laughs> that's different for you for sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't talk to anybody from high school. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny. I actually talk to a lot of people from I high know, school. You so. do? You I know. Yeah, like I kept in touch with a lot of people, not on a regular basis, but, you know, like Jesse Martinez hit me up just the other day. We talked about work and um, he added me on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. I, I, don't, I yeah. never he never hit me up i never tried to hit him up but he added me so you got oh, yeah. star and her brother yeah i talked yesterday angel didn't go to school uh, with me but you know we kept in touch uh, um i talked to a few people that i didn't talk to in high school too um now which is it's crazy i don't know i just i guess yeah keep in touch i mean I, i'm i'm pretty active on like snapchat and shit and i got like everybody on snapchat so. yeah you're you're a lot more social than i think either of us are though so yeah probably, yeah it definitely yeah, helps I, I like to talk to people yeah, yeah. You, you you definitely have a lot more of like the party vibe i i guess i felt like i was a part like a party vibe for like two years and then now like i'm like right now i'm just like pretty much business yeah you know i mean i'll have uh homeboys come over for the fights and shit but I mean, that's really it. We just watch some fights and yeah. bullshit at the house. I don't go out. I haven't gone out since before the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. No I concerts or nothing? No. Uh, one concert, I went to uh, Dreamville. But oh, other wow. than that, I think that's it. That's hmm. all I've done in the last two years. Are you going to Kendrick? No, probably not. Probably not. Because I, I feel like, for man, for a show like that... I need to get front row fucking seats. Oh, yeah. You know mm. what I mean? It ain't going to be worth it to me if it's not front row seats. And you're going to have to pay like... Eight hundred dollars, exactly. So I'll do it yeah. when I'm rich, and also more. I kind of want to see him in LA because I feel like he'll put up, uh, you know, his best performance at home. You know, oh, yeah. I, mean? yeah. I saw so, him on the damn tour. Oh, it was yeah. at the Pepsi Center, but I, we got really good seats though too. Fuck we yeah. weren't on the on the floor, but like we we're in the seats on like the lowest level on the side, so we got pretty good seats. But, yeah. How was his performance? It was really good. Yeah, he, really he is time. fantastic live. I saw That's him good. at Summer Jam in 2012 or 2013. Okay. Um, and I still kick myself in the ass because we left early. I, had, oh, I remember you telling me oh, about that. Yeah. I, I wasn't really <laughs> into Kendrick at the time, and I heard a couple songs. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, I heard, like, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe and stuff like that. Yeah. I was just waiting for them to do um, uh, Fragile together because it was the same day. Uh, it was Tech and him playing together, and then Tech's mom died, so he was like, I'm going to oh. do my set and basically bounce. But I'm surprised he even did a set. So yeah, was like, I mean, hey, yeah. takes a. Uh but Kendrick so is like way it's like more than just performing it's like a it's like theatrical oh yeah it was really cool that's they even cool. had some people on stage doing like karate and kung fu and shit too like as oh, an intermission that's hard yeah. that's fucking dope it was Damn. cool yeah they played that's the beat to they played the beat to um feel as they okay. were doing that shit that's it was kind of cool yeah that's pretty cool shit all right yeah. damn okay maybe he will be worth going <laughs> right. yeah i'm just not i don't think the ticket sales are going too well for Kendrick right now really? mainly because of the reception because yeah, there's still tickets available that's insane yeah i thought they would fly yeah well it's also at the pepsi center 
yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or ball arena. Ball arena. Yeah. Ball so, arena? yeah. So, I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, it could that, be just because, a lot, like I said, not a lot of people fucked with the album just because yeah. there wasn't a lot of bangers. Well, so it could be that. You, you know. also have to look at the economy currently. People can That's barely true, afford true. gas. True, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I was yeah, in Aurora yesterday. It was like 5.19 a gallon. Yeah, yeah. man. I was like, what it's the fuck? Fucking, yeah, down south. It, that was in Colorado Springs, and this shit was 4.99. Damn. Um, earlier today, this. I was down the street and it was four eighty nine today. Yeah, day, yeah. I was yeah. like, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, Marcus told me about that. He was, I think, it may have been around the same spot because he said it was just right down the street, like down in Washington or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think uh, the one I was at was like right there off of I twenty five and one hundred fourth next to the Dutch Brothers. Yeah. Oh. I think that's like four eighty nine. Yeah, because yeah. this Sinclair right here last week at the beginning of the week was like four twenty something, and then at the end of this last week was four sixty. Oh God damn. Yeah, it's so, getting ridiculous, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm but, saying. Like before, it wasn't a big deal, but now, now gas is a part of my monthly bills. Right. I'm like, fuck, because <laughs> I drive far for work, so I'm paying at least 200 uh, a month on gas. I'm like, man, that's it's more than my fucking phone bill, bro. Right? It's ridiculous. I, and it being the summer doesn't help because it's like in demand. People bro, travel. Exactly. And that's why. That's why it went up. Like it went up in the, uh, uh, a dollar in like the last week. Yeah, because yeah. last week it, uh, I think like last Monday it was like three eighty nine, three you know, that's crazy, three seventy something. So I'm wondering if in the winter or in the fall it might. I don't know if it's gonna. Like I think it down I think bit. I think that's exactly why they uh, skyrocketed because they know everybody's out of school, everybody's traveling. Let's bring the price up, make our summer money, and then start bringing it back down. I think it's gonna go up again. Oh, it's gonna keep going up because they just announced yesterday that they're going to be giving. Every American who currently has college debt, a $10,000 break. So everybody who has college debt currently gets 10000 Yeah. I don't know why we're doing that now. Yeah. I mean, like, if the economy was good, I'd be like, yeah, cool. It's all great. But we can barely afford to fucking stay alive at the moment. I mean, yeah, that's exactly why they're doing it right now. When are you supposed to get that? They they just announced it yesterday, so I don't know. Okay, because I thought it was ten thousand just overall, which I was like, that's kind of lame. Yeah, but no. if it's ten thousand each person, then <laughs> it's like yeah, a, a pen, a, well then that's my whole loan person. gone then. Yeah, you should probably be good, which would be I nice. Nine. I own nine thousand. I wish that would have fucking happened when I had college debt. <laughs> I mean, I, I started at twenty and I'm down to nine. I only had so like sucks, two thousand something, I think. Yeah. And my wife had like seven, but I had to pay off all hers too. But I was yeah, like, never fuck. go to never go to Lincoln Tech. Yeah, did you not like the school? No, it was a waste. I went in knowing. I went out knowing what I knew going in. So it was pointless. yeah. And then when I worked, started working at AutoNation uh, as a body man helper, I learned more in like the first two months than I did the whole year there. So <laughs> I like, mean, that's how it is, man. It's yeah, fucking ridiculous. On yeah. the job training is always more valuable than the shit you learn in school, anyways. Yeah, yeah. and plus I've been doing the body work and stuff, uh, for nine years, eight years. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Thank you. I might have you do my bike then when I get it all ready. Nice. That is the one thing I will say is like the motorcycle has saved me a fuck ton of money on gas, but you have to get premium gas mm. for motorcycles. Yeah. So it still doesn't does it, really help. I was like, so does it really save it, you money? It, it, it goes up to like, I think yesterday I filled up. It was like five twenty nine a gallon. Jesus. I put in $20 yesterday in Aurora. I only got three gallons. Jesus Christ. Out of $20. I'm like, my, what the fuck? My parents are in California right now with my son. Taking, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> taking him to Disneyland. They said the highest they've seen so far is seven forty nine. I believe it. And then diesel's like eight something. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. It's... I'm curious mm. to see if I go get gas and I'm going to see somebody crying as they're filling up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's, it's fucking... 
Yeah, that's wild. I'm not liking that right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so we are going to kick off the second half of the album with Count Me Out. Yes, and I like how this starts, obviously, with the same kind of, like, I don't know what kind of just singing that the album started off with. Yeah. Because you get that three times on the album. Yep, yep. Is it, so it's the first track. It's the first track, Count Me, Count out, me out, and then uh, Mother I Sober. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like a bookend. Yeah kind of thing which is nice it says different things each time too which mm-hmm. is cool. yeah absolutely um are there any themes in this song that kind of like caught you i know it's been a while for all of us especially because yeah, like, it's shit, been i should have I, I haven't listened to the album um i wore myself out of the now. album <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so Again, I'm, I you know when I was uh, talking about it last time, um, I talked a lot about how I felt like he was channeling um, Jesus and, and whatnot and speaking uh, through him. And, you know, after listening to this song quite a few times um, and listening to the whole album and then watching the N95 music video, um, I almost feel like um, when he starts it off by saying, you know, one of these lives, I'm going to make things right. I think he's telling people like yo like i tried to deliver the message before and it didn't work i tried to you know do it through religion and look at they got me crucified and look at where you know um the world sits at right now Mm -hmm. um and so i think that's him saying you know uh with the things with with the wrong uh the wrongs i've done that's when i unite with the father's son till then i fight so I think he's over here just trying to re-deliver the message and get it through people in a different way by using music now. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I can definitely see that. Um, I'm trying to remember. It, I really wish like it was more fresh in my head. <laughs> I mean, let but, me check it out. The rain on me, put the blame on me. Like, got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's just what sticks out to me, man, because I, I really feel like this was such a deep spiritual album and because of his uh connection with the bible and uh with christianity 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 you know what i'm saying yeah um i I guess that's really what i think this whole album is about um it's about him trying to deliver uh, you know the message that jesus tried to deliver and failed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i'm not a religious person you know that oh you know what i mean but you know the motherfucker existed at one point you know what i'm saying yeah so um you know religion has been twisted and it's been manipulated throughout the um years and i really feel like he's trying to deliver the message and set things right and get it done right this time because right now where the world is at we're pretty fucked at this point you know what i mean oh absolutely we've we've definitely fallen um just look at the last couple years alone like Mm -hmm. especially the last couple years we have never well i can't say never we've as humans, we've always treated each other pretty shittily. If I don't know if that's shittily. a word, but I like it. I like it. it. Yeah, I kind of like it. Shittily. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, using that now. <laughs> yeah. um, that sounds like something Mr. Uh, Flanders would say. <laughs> that's pretty shittily. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty shittily. Uh, how do you do, neighbor? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, if you look at the way that we've all treated each other over, especially the last, like, three years since, like, just before covid till now it's only gotten worse and worse and like yeah. you can definitely see a lot of where he's coming from yeah and i think a major theme of the song too is just like him taking on all these burdens and all yes. these things that people put on him and then 
he's like, you want to do this to me? You want to count me out? But he's going to like come back stronger through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and he even kind of like points out COVID a little bit in this song too. Like says this year, you better be one yourself. Masks on the baby's yeah. mask on an op. Wear yeah. masks in the neighborhood stores you shot. Um, but a mask won't hide who you are inside. Look around the realities carved in the lies. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a double uh, meaning because, you know, he's talking, obviously uh, talking about the pandemic and everything, but he's also talking about the front that people put up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, people not being open to the world and everybody just, you know, sh- shuts them, shuts himself down and puts up this image, you know, social media is big on that. Oh yeah. yeah. You always see the best things about somebody's life on social oh, media yeah. And little do you know the struggles that they're you know going through. Oh yeah, and uh, that I mean that's I know a lot of people like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, even outside of social media, like, and I I hundred percent agree. Even outside of social media, though, you go to Walmart, people are constantly putting on masks, to, like metaphorically, not mm-hmm. like the physical mask, because obviously you see that too. But like, people are always put up the best version of themselves that yep. you can see. You can always tell when someone's like finally broken because like. They don't appear the way that they usually try to to like keep that mask up. When someone's like broken, you can finally see past the like yeah. veneer that they're putting. Up. Yep, yep. Um, let's see what what else do we got? Look, the obviously, bridge is strong. I think the bridge is powerful. Um, because he's talking about like, <clears throat> I mean, just him saying, you know, when you're at your lowest, like where was everybody at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people feel very alone in this world, oh, yeah. even though that we have the best way to connect with each other right now in modern society. A hundred percent. I will say, um, I did like the chorus, the whole, I love when you count me out stuff, just because it shows people think that they're doing damage to people. A lot of the times, and I mean, sometimes they are by doubting them, by putting them down through whatever means. And obviously be- him being who he is, he's put up on a pedestal in a lot of mm-hmm. people's eyes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you don't realize how much it actually does affect some people, but for some people it kicks in an extra like drive yep. where like the doubt that people give you almost makes it more satisfying when you actually do succeed. Yeah. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've had people say specific things to me. Uh, and it just like lights a fire under you to the point where like the first time I like really went into dieting and like losing weight, I lost like 50 pounds. Cause I was just fucking pissed for like six months. <laughs> yeah. Like it just, it sticks in the back of your head. So like you can only imagine what, kind of stuff he's heard i mean you look at how much it's gotten to eminem in the last five years yeah he uh he definitely lets the show too oh yeah almost to his detriment like yes it's i'm I'm really ready for him to take a step back and like get something fresh with a new outlook uh compared to the last couple years of stop with the cheesy lines yeah that and the the i'm tired of him fighting the critics because it's what he's been doing his whole career i'd rather him just like block everybody out and make something you know, the but that, you see that, and that's crazy because when you're talking about Eminem, that's exactly what people ask for. And when he does do that, he dropped revival, and then people are just like, "No, what the fuck is this? Yeah. We want, we want the old Eminem." And that's basically what he's been delivering to us is the way he used, like, because all, all of his previous albums was always about him shitting on everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and that's what people loved. And then he uh, got serious, and he put out 
uh, revival, and that was an album that you know was really deep in the heart, and that like that's that was a very emotional album. Yeah. I, I'm um, one of the few people I know that actually really enjoyed that album. Every time I tell somebody I enjoyed that album, they look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> it's like it's 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 an album that um you can only enjoy when you understand it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's one of those you need to really listen to what he's saying and understand where he's coming from and appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's like Kendrick Lamar's album. You need, you need to understand where he's coming from and what he's trying to put out, and that's how you appreciate it. Yeah. And not a lot of people just, they that's just not what they expect yeah. from Eminem. See, I'm of two minds of it, though, because I think there is a right kind of deep for Eminem and a wrong kind of deep, because, like, Recovery was a deep album. Yeah, Recovery was a deep Recovery album. Recovery was too. a deep album, but it wasn't, like, Revival still, there's still, like, cheesy shit in there, and he, mm-hmm. it's not presented in the same kind of way. It's presented in a way that's sort of cheesy still, but recovery is taken more serious, and I like when he takes that angle a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I got you. And, yeah. and I'll agree with that. I also think that a lot of the reason that a lot of people pushed away from recovery is, A, it's extremely bare-faced political, where, like, before he could get away with it a little bit more um, because he was able to kind of layer his rhymes and it wasn't just so much like fuck donald trump the whole time like yeah we literally had the with uh was it mosh or white america he uh, said fuck fuck bush Bush. yeah Yeah. Yeah. like you have that but like the rest of the song was nuanced enough to where you can like get around it yeah a lot of uh revival had stuff that was two on the nose two on the nose and almost pandery like if you didn't know who he was from all of his other work you'd be like it's just pandering to a specific audience to try to like get a message out i don't think that's what he was going for because i think he he genuinely views himself as part of the community that he's come from and when he says certain things when you have the visual of it coming out of a white guy's mouth it doesn't do the same thing as if it were almost anybody else so like it's seen as more of cringe if that makes sense um and then with the rest of this song anything that you're able to pick out damien uh no just basically what i said before just the whole theme of it yeah okay um and then we can move on to crown i can't believe that uh, and I mean, it's very apparent with the outcome of this album that he wasn't able to please everybody. So mm-hmm. he, he was very aware going in. Yeah. And even like he goes deeper than just like an audience, though, when he talks about, you know, when you're around for somebody and the one time you say no, then they forget about all the time that oh, yeah. you said yes. Yeah. It, it, it's not, it's the classic phrase of, it's not what have you done for me, it's what have you done for me lately. L- yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the way the world has always worked, as much as it sucks. Mm hmm. Um, and then heavy is the head that shows to wear the crown that's pretty much a big theme in that song too oh yeah there's a lot that goes into that I, I think it also kind of shows that it's him putting too much pressure on himself yeah um, I mean obviously this it took this man five years to come out with his album he was obvious he tells you he was struggling with something yeah uh, but he had a hard time writing things. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, he had some soul searching that he had to do. Yeah, he had to go on his own journey, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. My bad. Um, I think he also... I think this is the album where he's also kind of opened his eyes to how much he means to his fans. 
in a more direct way because he literally says like uh where, where was the line they idolize and praise your name across the nation tap the feet and nod the head for confirmation yeah mm. um i i think it's another reason he probably had a lot more writer's block is because i think now he's like it's the whole coming of age thing that we talked about in the last episode where he's putting so much stress on the fact that he's grown yeah. as a person and if he's not able to show that through his music and also please the fans at the same time he doesn't feel like he's doing his job yeah mm-hmm. and i mean it's one of the biggest themes throughout the whole album but like it's a lot in this song and in count me out um i mean you literally have the i can't please everybody over and over and then uh I mean, honestly, that's pretty much yeah, the gist say, of this I, song. Yeah, I felt like Crown was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Same with Silent Hill. I feel like Silent Hill was pretty straightforward, too. Those are probably two of the most straightforward songs on the yeah. album. Yeah. Um, it, it's the ones that don't need a whole lot of deep dive. Yeah. And then uh, Silent Hill also has the one, probably the worst hook on the album. <laughs> I, Damien said that... Uh, you go ahead and say it with the God comparison. Oh, yeah. I used to think the chorus on God was kind of not that great, but then this one kind of makes that one look good. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I felt like he did that. That you're talking about the chorus and shit, right? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, on, oh, on this on, one, yeah, on this yeah. One. So I think, see, this. Uh, so I, I mix it up. I thought uh, the when we were talking about Rich Spirit earlier, I thought that's what this song was. Oh, because um, I feel like this. This is what I mean. Like it's got that basic flow that dudes like, like push these niggas off me, like, huh? like <laughs> it's something, it's something you that can people sing to. Or exactly, say, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So like, I feel like it, yeah, it's something that a lot of uh, just dudes who like basic type of shit can fuck with is it, it's this a cool song to bump in your car i think this is what that yeah. song is you know and that's why he includes shit like and even in n95 when he says you out of pocket that's like something yeah. people can yeah, say exactly. you know it's like it's a modern slang yeah shit, you know um so yeah I, I i feel you on that i thought it was kind of silly too yeah. you know, kind of like corny but i was just like but you're not gonna fuck with it i'm like yeah oh, push these niggas off me like push these bitches off me like yeah. i'll be at the gym doing that shit <laughs> get the fuck off me dog <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, obviously, I know you. So obviously, you guys have different opinions of this song for sure. I, I think the overall song itself is good. I will say I I'm maybe not the biggest fan of the chorus. It, it is catchy as fuck. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. But yeah. It's not. I don't know. This is just one to me that did, I I had a harder time getting into than a few of the other. It's songs just like some album. shit like that. Like like it sounds weird coming out of Kendrick. Like it would sound better yeah. coming out of like Playboy Carter or something. You see, oh, but yeah. he does. It. I mean, he, uh, yeah. that, that was that was a humble. You know what I mean? That yeah. Was, you know, um, had uh, uh, the same type of flow. You know, that's mm-hmm. why he dropped that song before he dropped the album. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm gonna get people's attention because yep. this is something everybody's gonna like because it's just got a good flow and it's yeah. a fun song yeah you know yeah. but at the same time it's still conscious music you yeah. can still dig deep into that exactly. song too hell yeah but i don't think a lot of people uh, do <laughs> i as well you know i, I love yeah. myself oh, yeah. i thought that was like a really um uplifting song that yeah. a lot of people just didn't like it's see most it people way. don't the album Listen version is really good too yeah the oh man i love the album version yeah They're like like that song like it, it the way that the his live show played out, like it was meant to happen. It, mm-hmm. I, like I, I thought it was scripted at first, and when I found out that it wasn't, and it was, 
you know how it really happened i was like yo that's crazy he's performing that one song yeah and that's like that shit happens like no right. like, we gotta learn how to love ourselves guys you know stop fighting with each other love on each other and shit and nobody but, listens yeah yeah it's exactly yeah, that's what i mean man yeah. don't listen to music anymore yeah um i i will say the one thing i have really enjoyed with this album is every time he talks about his kids uh because mm. like in this song he has uh came my daughter up she need all the love i need all the love i mean all of us uh you can almost like tell the passion in his voice anytime his kids are mentioned especially his daughter he seems extremely he, really, he talks about her multiple times oh yeah because like he brings up his son like he brings up enoch multiple times but yeah. it's not nearly as much as a daughter. i don't even remember his daughter's name from any of the music i don't think he mentions it i don't even think he says in your name he yeah. only says the son's name once i think i try to look up his daughter's name i don't think i could find it yeah hmm. he's definitely one of those guys you'll probably never see anything about his kids publicly which is which nice, is good because you got all these other motherfuckers everything about big fucking kids in their life on social media and shit see, yeah and i think that's more the right way to go about it um i don't i don't really like because I didn't even know he had kids until this album. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't either. know either. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, hold on, because I knew he's been, he had been with his, you know, I was real confused about his relationship with his girl because I knew that him and his girl have been together since like high school. Yeah. As his high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. But he's always talking about all these other bitches and everything. I'm just Terrain. Like, yeah, you know, and so I'm, I always wonder, like, so, like, are, like, are you really with your girl then? Or, like, are you just open about fucking around? Like, are, are you making this shit up just because that's, it's, it's, that's what people want to hear in hip-hop or are you really just being open about you know cheating well, on your girl and shit basically now we know yeah now that, we know that, that yeah, was yeah. nice with this album it and did she answer stuck a lot through him, stuck yeah, with him, all and, that shit. and i'm sure like it, it's it's it must have been so fucking draining especially mentally and emotionally oh yeah. and that's where uh you know he kind of like opened himself up in this album is uh you know letting the world like know that yo i'm not perfect like i got demons too mm -hmm. i fucked around too i had a problem with you know sex addiction and mm -hmm. almost you know wrecked his uh his family basically yeah yeah and now he's holding it down it seemed like this album is like his his confessions basically and now he's gonna hold it down for his lady and just be you know a good person in the heart you know yeah. i thought you were about to say some stupid shit who he said confessions i thought you were gonna pull out some usher Oh, I thought about that. I, I know did you too. Thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Usher. I was gonna say, shout out Usher, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyone, anytime somebody says confessions, I just automatically think yeah. Usher. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Um, I will say, I love the hit a bitch with the wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, a fan of the Kodak verse. Yeah. You know, um, it was better than I expected it to be. You know, I, I. From what I've heard from Kodak, I kind of fuck. Not don't fuck with him in the sense of, um, it like enough to where I want to listen to his albums. But, um, the, the features that he is in, I don't mind it. I kind of like it because it gives it that funk that people like to hear. You know what I mean? Like people like Kodak and they like Lil Uzi and they like all these other oh, you know, cat yes. motherfuckers. You know, so it's cool because he's mixing it in there and. He's uh basically showing like yo like I can I can do this too you know what I mean like I can have dudes like this on my album but it still be again a conscious album yeah, yeah. and a meaningful album so I kind of fucked with it I mean I I didn't I wasn't like a big fan of it but I I did not mind his verse and uh, I respected it yeah mm -hmm. I respected it I verse. think I've only ever heard uh, features from him I don't think I've ever actually heard a Kodak Black track yeah because I think my favorite uh, feature I've ever heard from him was uh, uh, drowning with Boogie yeah, with a hoodie. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. That was the first time I heard him. I'm like, yo, I kind of like, I kind of fuck with it. Like, it's yeah. kind of, you can tell. Yeah, I mean that's it. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with it. It, it was yeah. dope. Um, is there anything uh, specifically about this song either of you want to pick up? Mm-mm. I'm already mm. right here on, on on Savior. I kind of yeah, that's what I'm at too. <laughs> I kind of liked, you know, I mean Savior isn't um anything to dig deep into. It's really just Baby Keem and the struggles that he uh, uh went through, and you know him, him telling everybody his story basically in 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 a way. Yeah. You know? Um, I like the chorus in this song too. I will say I do like how much you happy he, for me. Yeah, that shit's dope. Yeah. Uh, I will say I do definitely like the interlude uh, Savior mm-hmm. more with uh, Baby Keem than I like the Rich interlude. Okay, on yeah. the first side. Yeah, I, it's also because I like Baby Keem a lot. Like, uh, and the fact that Kendrick has kind of taken him under his wing to try to help guide him, even though he's noticing his mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know that like he's not just letting his cousin like get thrown to the fucking wolves yeah so like it, it's it's really cool to see them both show each other love on both of their albums yeah um is there anything specifically you'd like to uh pull out of savior uh the interlude or the actual song the actual song um i think we'll skip you know over i no, i i really like savior um i like how he talks about how people praise celebrities and they praise um athletes and they praise everybody and they put them on such a high pedestal it's almost like they're worshiping them and they almost worship them for the wrong reasons too yeah you know it's like 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 right when he says you know okay kendrick made you think about it but like he is not your savior like yo like especially you know especially artists like kendrick and like j cole you know like we we are putting out the message but don't fucking praise us like dig deep into the message and use it to really benefit your life mm-hmm. you know instead of being like I said, instead of worshiping all these dudes like LeBron James too, like motherfuckers like Kim Kardashian, they worship these people. It's crazy. You, you, people will like defend them to the fucking T. They it, it's crazy how obsessed people get with celebrities oh, and yeah. athletes and uh, you know other fucking what's the word for it? um. <laughs> Idols, idols, yes. Yeah. So it's people like get the, so obsessed they even yeah. kill the fucking people. Sometimes they even kill the fucking. With, yeah. Tried with Bjork, tried with uh, John Lennon. Oh my god! Yeah, no, like it's the whole idea of like false idolization. It's kind of gross how much stock we actually put into celebrities and famous people. Because yeah. people I mean, forget they're just people at the end of the day. I mean, it's crazy. I'm yeah. kind of a small example i have fucking like stuff i'm obsessed with tattooed on my fucking arms to the point where like it's almost childish <laughs> um, i think it's fucking dope honestly i, I love it conceptually man, I mean, tattoos are supposed to be are, are supposed to explain your personality you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. you look at this motherfucker you definitely know that you know he fucks at you know dc and shit then you look at this you're like oh he's probably a skinhead too See, I, I, <laughs> I try so hard it's like i like him but i don't know if i like him <laughs> i always worry what people are gonna say and it's it's i did not think about it until my I tattoo know. guy was done and literally as he's finished he's like this looks like one of them nazi yep. symbols and i was like <laughs> like fuck my and life. you put it in like, like the most it. visible fucking yeah. spot too well, like your hand when you go to shake yeah your exactly hand. you know well, i was like fuck i was like at least it's not a swastika so people can't get yeah, mad no. at me yeah i mean but, but you know you would have to explain it to them i mean yeah but it know? just means good so luck. like if you ever get jumped randomly at a bar you, you'll know why yeah i'll wear gloves <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck i mean yeah, everybody come else up to you like what you wearing them gloves for boy <laughs> you want to meet me in the back oh no thank <laughs> you <laughs> 
Nice. Oh, only if we go over the pants. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think a big part of this, especially this track, is the whole like propping people up way too fucking much in society. Yeah, and this song uh, could even go back conceptually back into Mortal um, Man. Mortal Man, yeah. or um, even on this album, it can go back to uh, Crown when you can't please everybody because he's mm-hmm. talking about the chorus. He's like, Are you happy for me? Meaning you idolize these people uh, for whatever reason but are, do you are you happy for them yeah well it's like mm-hmm. you know um johnny depp for an example you mm-hmm. know what i mean people love johnny depp but as soon as you heard what happened people fucking like threw threw him in the garbage mm-hmm. right but they threw him away everybody yeah. so so it's like and this is like this is, this is why i say uh mortal man as well because he's talking about how people um talk about how much they follow Kendrick, how much they believe in him, and how much, you know, if, if Kendrick were to lead an army, you know, that's what he's saying. Like, so... When uh, shit hits the fan, when shit hits the you fan are you fan? still a fan? Yeah. Like, are you going to follow me? Yeah. Or like, oh, go ask your friends. Make sure they're okay with it because everybody's so worried about, oh, what does my friend think right. about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that, I feel like uh, this is... It's him repeating himself in a, in a way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I will say this, though, just because you brought Johnny Depp up real quick. I had, I had not seen anything on from him on like TV in years. Yeah. As soon as this whole trial was done, today I saw that fucking uh, Dior Sauvage cologne commercial like four I times. I hate that commercial so much. I, it, I agree, but like he's back in the media. Like it's fucking yeah. insane. Oh, so he's, been, he's, he's been on Netflix still too. Yeah. 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 But and like Dior was one of the only companies I still supported. Yeah. It, it's what they even yeah. brought that up during the trial. Yeah. They're like, that's the, he's like, that's the only job I didn't lose. Yep. Fuck Amber Heard. Amen, brother. Like, yeah, I, like, I got, I got heavily invested into the trial. The last I didn't week. want to, but I did. It's hard not yeah, to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, like every day last week I watched the trial live and because the way I was looking, because I saw everything that social media was posting up, and I was like, okay, but social media could be manipulating it. They oh, could yeah. be editing it. So I want to see, for real, if her yeah. team is really that fucking retarded. Yeah, and if, yeah, oh, yeah, holy shit. Her lawyer, <laughs> the woman lawyer that she works with, she was even crying towards the end, too. Yeah, I mean, she's like, fuck. Yo, because Camille was destroying them. Oh, yeah. Destroying them, you know what I mean? She and fucking killed them. It's, it was, it's, it was a wild trial, yeah. but you know what? It'd be what, funny man. if you start seeing her in commercials and shit like uh, that. I would not be surprised <laughs> yeah. if she became a name like She's Johnny Cochran. She's high profile right yeah, now. Did, uh, did you Trump. hear how much uh, they're getting paid? Um, this an estimation of how much his lawyers are getting the paid? The lawyers? I'm sure they're oh, probably God. getting at least Godly 30 money. to 40%. Yeah, so well, probably they 7 said, mil. They, they said 25 to 30 mil. Uh, judging how much they're charging, um, how like six weeks, like how much work they've been putting into, and it's been like years hmm. at this point already too. I, so you I, could just do one case and be done. Well, yeah, like, I, I, bro, like, like she hit the jackpot. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it has to be at least less than what he actually won, which is only 13 million. Well, I think they'll go off of the fifteen well, million. Because I think though. That he had to pay them t- to begin with too. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, Before well, they got and that's, that. that's what they're saying. They're saying like, like over the over the time they they this way, they, yeah. uh, they had a, a, another lawyer who did the math and, and everything. He said, I would say they they probably they probably got paid twenty five to thirty mil. Yeah. So about what know. is that called when you pay like a retainer? Retainer right? fee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And that's the thing that's hard. It's always really hard to kind of judge what a lawyer would charge because you have like the injury lawyers that only get money if you get money oh like yeah. And commercials and yeah, shit, yeah like so it, there's that and then there's the other law where you pay them by the hour yeah of yeah. how long they work mm-hmm. on your case which wouldn't surprise me if that was the case with this so yeah. it, she fucking all, killed it 
Yeah, yeah. she actually did it. a phenomenal job, man. The, the dude did his uh, male lawyer did a decent job too. He did but she did fantastic. Do. They just handed the reins over to her. She's yeah, like, yeah, she. I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah she impressed. she was very good at like. She didn't take no shit off Amber Heard at all. Oh, yeah. like, no. <laughs> she was very good at putting her in her place yeah. a few times. Because Amber Heard, you're not when you're on, on the fucking stand like that, you're not supposed to talk towards the jury at all. Oh, oh and no. she did it every every time. single time. Yeah, <laughs> she contradicted us oh, so many times, yeah. got caught in so many lies. I'm like, oh, what? I think like if you're gonna lie, stick to the fucking lie. I think that yeah. made her less likable. Looking at the uh jury the whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah, it, yeah because it because they fake. Yeah, it, I mean, shit. What they talk about how. Uh, her uh, acting teacher, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. said that she has a really hard time crying. Oh yeah, and you can tell how hard she was trying to cry. Like she was using oh, them yeah. breathing tactics. And nothing to was coming nothing. out. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It was just the whining fucking sound of her voice. Yeah. Yeah. The and there's still <sighs> women supporting her, which is crazy to me. I don't God, get it. I also heard a rumor yesterday. It was like a DC account on Facebook that said she's fully been removed but yeah. I, I think it's just a rumor yeah right now, yeah oh really I, yeah. Thought, I thought it was like uh, official because i saw comic comic book uh dot com uh, no yeah or like comic book something they're an official um site and everything and they had shared something saying that um she was being removed because they got like two or three million petition i mean oh, i so wouldn't be surprised 4.5 4.5 4. yeah i wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> i know they for sure when the trial was still going on they did reduce her scenes a lot mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if they completely yeah, I mean, took her out no. i think they should just refill they, all they scenes. Don't, i mean people are, that that's 4.5 less million people that will watch it at yeah. least i mean honestly amelia clark should have been fucking i would heard i probably i will watch it eventually but at this rate i'm not watching it in the theater i wasn't really excited for it to begin with even if the, all this shit didn't happen i wasn't yeah. really excited for it. i mean and that's fair too because yeah. it's you didn't like the first one is that i liked it a lot but i don't think it's really necessary to have multiple Aquaman movies. I don't know. Just I mean, do that with every. Not only that, movie. Yeah. Marvel Aqu- does it, DC does it. Aquaman's like, never been. Not really my cup of tea. Aquaman. He's, he's not a cinematic yeah. character per se. If it wasn't for the actor and the way that they yeah. portrayed him so far, it wouldn't be. That's really anywhere. all it is, Jason Momoa. Yeah, I'm surprised that fucking thing made a bill. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, they made a bill. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. But I will say. James Wan is a big part of that too. Oh yeah, yeah. James Wan is a, my favorite director. He's one of my favorites. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's pretty good. Could you imagine if he came back and did a Saw movie? I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah, because <laughs> Saw would be like great again. Yeah, it hasn't been great since Saw Three. Agreed. I I still enjoyed Spiral, but it's Spiral's a fun movie. Yeah, it's but, fun. Yeah, I haven't even seen it, man. I, I lost so much interest in the Dude, Saw it's, movies. It's worth just the watch. watch Spiral because it? it's, 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 it's fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I think, you, I think you I've watch, seen all of them. Yeah, we watched. I think Spiral is the last one I haven't seen. Yeah. Spiral's eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine. 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 Wait, hold up. Nine. Ten. Jigsaw was the one before. That was nine. Okay. We went Jigsaw. You watched the theaters. I think I seen them. I seen all the way up to seven. We watched Jigsaw in the theaters together. No, we didn't. It was me, you, Ariana, and Alyssa. That tells you how good the movie was. I do not remember it, that. It was 2017? 17. It's a bad movie. That's it's, probably why it, you don't remember yeah, it. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick just so you see. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you'll see the characters and you'll be like, oh, okay. It's... Oh, yeah. No, was it that one bitch uh, that took his spot or whatever? Or was the, that seven, six, maybe five, maybe eight? It's fucking... Uh, so... Fucking, where's that dude? Oh, that guy. The doctor? That guy. He's like a uh, what? What uh, is is he in the first one? No, let me see. He, he's only in Jigsaw. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, he was the so. first Jigsaw victim. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Even though they already said. Oh, they and then he turned out to be like the. He's Jigsaw. one of his disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he. Okay, I guess I did. It's like how many disciples does this fucking guy have? <laughs> That's like it's one of those movies that you just. They can no, get just, more convoluted. They're like Fast and Furious. Just end it. Just stop it. Bro. I would, just, yeah. So I would actually love There's it. no point. We talked about I was, this on... I was okay with one, two, and three. After that, I was like, what the fuck are you Honestly, guys doing? Honestly, they should have stopped at three, seven after Paul Walker died. Because I think that... Oh, I'm talking about Jigsaw. Oh, you know about Jigsaw? <laughs> I was like, okay. Paul Walker? Wait okay. a minute. No, I agree with you after, yeah. after Paul. But, you know, like, I get it because Vin Diesel and Paul, like, he wanted to commit to his promise and the 10 movies. I just thought it was disrespectful to do, they keep going on like that. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Did you ever hear Paul Walker say that? I mean, no, of course So not. it's something said behind but the... Probably Vin Diesel. Yeah, no, it's said a, behind it's, the scenes. It's something <laughs> fucking made up. Vin Diesel seems like a very... Like a evil Objection. Maniac. Hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a... I fucking can't Call stand Vin Diesel speculation. No foundation. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Leading, leading the witness. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I I'll, I'll, I'll always remember those phrases now because it hurts. Yeah, the, bro, yeah. like especially here. So I've always, I've always been interested in um, lawyer, um, yeah. being a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like I told Janelle even way before this trial. I'm like, you know, I wish I would not wish, but if I would, if I could have afforded it, I would have went to law school because I I like like intelligent arguments and I like over mm-hmm. like. I like twisting words and, you know, manipulation, like shit like that, you know what I mean? you have like, to like, do that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I kind of, I like lawyer talk and I, I lawyers intrigue me. I started yeah. thinking that after watching Better Call Saul. I, Law by the Citizen was what did it for oh, me. Oh, that's a great fucking that, that's, that's a good that's, movie. That's the movie that made me be like, yo, being a lawyer would be crazy. That seems hard as fuck, dope. too. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, you, you have to be quick-witted and really fucking And smart. you have to pass the bar exam, which seems crazy. It has yeah. a gr- it's a great movie, but it has an extremely shitty ending. I forget I think the ending. I just ending. remember when I he mean, takes that guy it, out in his cell. It's realistic, but like the only really likable character in that movie was the bad guy. I know. I, I like Jamie Foxx. Well, I like pretty much all I'm the saying. characters. Wasn't Jamie? F- or, Jamie Foxx no, was no, the bad no, guy, no, wasn't he? No, no, it's uh, uh, Draw Butler. Was it Draw Butler? Technically, was the bad guy. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around for some reason. No, no, no. no. Draw Butler is the the guy whose family was murdered and he went to prison. Jamie Foxx is the lawyer. Yeah. It's been a minute since and I like the scene when Gerard Butler takes out his cellmate. Yeah. With that like bone that. or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> yep. I was like, damn. Yeah, no. It was just wild because, like, they, basically Punisher. So, so if it was the other way, they made the prisoner more sympathetic than the actual quote unquote heroes to the yeah. point where, like, yeah. when Jamie Foxx takes out well, Gerard no, it Butler. Was, it, was it was a like, movie that basically like, exposed the, the um, justice system. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Is that because the whole point of it was you know you are knocked unconscious you we can't really like take your word for it, that it was this dude that mm-hmm. you know raped and murdered your family yeah and it's fucking bullshit this is like bro i saw him do it oh yeah i don't care if i got knocked if i went unconscious afterwards but it's it's not what you know it's what you can prove in court exactly yeah and so here's i i went and took my uh concealed carry class yesterday and they specifically tell you if you're ever in one of these situations you should give them very few details and then tell them the rest when my lawyer needs to be present because you can say, you can say a lot of shit and make it that your it. brain makes up anyways. Mm-hmm. They say about 50% of recall is true. The other 50% your brain makes up yep. through studies is what they've said. Uh. So half of the shit that you're recalling is stuff that's just coming up in your head. You mm-hmm. think it's true because you're going through trauma. Mm-hmm. Your brain's not able to actually differentiate what the fuck's going on. Yeah, because like you can think about the if you're 
it's different talking about being in a situation where you need to shoot somebody, but mm. when you're actually in this situation, it's probably way different. Yeah. Because yeah. like yesterday yeah. said, if you call the cops and you just shot somebody who was trying to hurt you, say you don't say, hey, I just shot somebody who was trying to kill me. You say, someone was trying to attack me. Um, I have them at gunpoint. Here's my address. Oh, you're supposed to say you shot you just say I have them yeah, at gunpoint. I have them at gunpoint. I was, they, uh, me and whoever's with you are victims. This person was trying to attack us. Mm-hmm. Come here at this time. And then don't say anything except for your name, address, and the stuff that you are actually required what do you do with to the say. Gun? You put it down. Oh, okay. it, it, so as soon as they're there, tell them. It, it, it depends on the situation. If you have them at gunpoint and you will not let them move, then you can keep the gun on them until the cops show up because they know the situation. That's why yep. you give them the details of, hey, I have him at gunpoint. What if you shot him already? If you shot him and he's subdued and he's not moving, there is a man who needs an ambulance. Come immediately. Here's the address. And that's basically all you need to do. Put your gun away. So when the sh- cops show up, you'd be like, hey, the gun's over there. And that's all you need to say. Okay. And just give them your name, your address, and then wait for your lawyer. Is it true if someone breaks in your house and trying to like hurt you, whatever, you're supposed to kill them instead of just injure them? Uh, so, under so they Colorado, say it's better to do that, right? It all it all depends on who you're talking oh, to. Good. But here's the thing: Colorado law, if someone comes on into your house without your permission, you legally have the right have the to right, take yeah. them out. Right. It's called cas- uh, castle law. And I've also heard you're supposed to aim right here. Yes, you're not. If you're going for a headshot, yeah, you're. This is the most area. You yeah, it's, it's a basically supposed to be like it. You're not supposed to have the intent to kill. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's basically what it is. You know, if you shot him and he ends up dying, like I just defended myself. You know, I, oh yeah. Whether he died or not, he shouldn't have came at me. Yeah, shouldn't have broken in my house. Yeah, also, stretched. also they say if you're in public and the person is coming at you with a knife or a or crowbar or whatever, weapon. whatever weapon, and they just keep charging you. You don't say, hey, quit coming at me or I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head or I'm going to shoot you or anything. Just tell them, hey, please back up. Get away. I will protect myself if I need to. That kind of stuff. Don't make direct threats because then at that point, you're going to have a lot harder time mm-hmm. when the witnesses get on the stand. Yeah. So it's it's and a lot of forethought. If I, if you shouldn't I ever be run aggressive. into that situation, my thing is always going to aim at the legs. See, I think gonna, that's It's going to be hard for you to keep coming at me with a damn hole in your leg. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Bop, bop. Get both kneecaps. <laughs> now what, bitch? You fucked up. And if he keeps coming at you, you can be like, you're dealing with something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I want someone you got, bro. What is that? <laughs> yeah. uh, I know we got kind of off track, but is there anything else you guys would uh, really like to say about bad. Savior? My phone died. Um, no, I think I'm good on Savior. Are you good on Savior? I'm good. All right. So... Now we're going to move on to Auntie's Diaries. Auntie is a man Oh, now. my God, bro. This I dug song... This song. Demetrius is Marianne. This now. shit, like, bro. This is a deep song. It's, it's a, a deep song. It's a song I didn't it's expect. A, like, it's a slap across the face to society who uh, put, put so much judgment on people who make that decision. Yeah, you know, and it's like he puts it. He he puts himself in the perspective of others and tries to get people to really think about it. You know, as you know, somebody that you, that you hold close to you, somebody that you love. Put yourself in that position where you're going to hate them now all of a sudden mm-hmm. or you're going to judge it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say this is one of my favorites on the album just for uh, the contextualness of like the song. In, him justifying certain things in his head. For mm-hmm. one, uh, the first thing is how he tried to justify to his friends with his aunt. 
mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, like she's not she, gay. She, she eats, eats pussy. pussy. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not weird because like you know it's not like a dude sucking dick. It's it's, it's visually different to most of society. Yep. yep. It, yeah. It, it's just it's the way it is because like I, I this sounds super bigoted. It's stupid, but get over it. It's growing up. We always saw anytime men would see lesbians together everyone would be like oh hey you know like cool it's yeah yeah whereas like when you were yeah and we growing up didn't really have a great examples of like gay men in society so Mm. it was automatically weird to us but anytime we saw women together it was oh you know like cool hey you know i'm getting hard joking yeah like Like, it's stupid (laughs) shit like that um but like this was like he couldn't understand why his friends didn't understand it so he kept trying to justify it that way yeah and then when his cousin came out in the future he seemed to not struggle with it as much because of what he had gone through with his aunt already but other parts of his family still did because Mm -hmm. it is still such a different aspect of life that we don't really have answers to and people aren't comfortable with because it hasn't really been in the I'm trying to think of the it hasn't been in the world as long as the rest of it has yeah well he's fucking talking about like trans yes well yeah because like they've always existed obviously but like it's it's one of those I don't want to say offshoots of homosexual you know what I mean um it's part of the LGP part of that it's that part of that that wasn't really exposed as much as like gay people and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So it still seems weird to yeah it, it's new it's yeah. different to society because like there's always been the drag shows there's always been mm-hmm. uh yeah. what what's his name uh that does the drag oscar stuff. de la hoya yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking of uh paul eddie murphy the famous one who has the fucking drag show the tv show i know what you're talking about but i don't know i the have name. no idea what you're talking paul about. rupaul that's his name sure sure but, <laughs> i don't know yeah um and then you also had like divine in the 90s who they uh based ursula from little mermaid off of sure sure um and then you had that uh movie with robin williams and you're a real i know i was like you you sorry oh, yeah, this shit down, bro. <laughs> and then you had that movie with robin williams and mrs. Uh, doubtfire i know that one no and nathan no no mrs doubtfire no, that, that one's good too, but no. Okay. Where there are they Teenage are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, they're uh they're a gay couple who own a drag Grace. a drag club and their son starts dating this girl whose dad is a senator. And oh. they have to put on the show for the senator I, yeah, and stuff. It's it's a really good movie, hmm. but like there's stuff like that. Like those are the little glimpses we've got into this over the last thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and now uh, nowadays it's starting to become more prevalent and uh-huh. people are especially with the Elliot Page when he uh, yeah. transitioned that was a huge I shit. think that was a big moment of uh, acceptance for a lot of the country because one thing that we have seen more than anything is guys transitioning to women yeah and it was seen as an, an invalid feeling because how many women have you heard transitioning the other way yeah, yeah. since her I've actually heard of a lot more there's a lot more like stand-up comedians that are coming out that way there's uh there's a uh raiders youtuber that i watch um for the longest time. i've watched him for like a year and i just always thought he was a dude mm-hmm. and like a couple months ago he came out and came out as a he was born a female Yo. i was like what oh. the fuck the See- first guy um that uh influenced me into bodybuilding is now a woman Really? Oh uh, yeah, Gabe uh, Tuft. And, and yeah, Gabe Tuft. And he used to be a WWE. Like yo, you see this guy, you 
in your mind, that is the definition of a man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's big. He's fucking huge. He's massive. He's the, he's a cool ass dude. He's super fucking strong. They say mm-hmm. he did WWE. Yeah. He lift weights. Tyler he created Rex. a fucking um, brand and everything. And then uh, I think just probably about two years ago, he finally started to. Uh, I, he had um, a heart transplant surgery, and it, it, it like he had an epiphany. He was like, you know, all, all my life I've always tried to put up this image, like what Kendrick said mm-hmm. earlier, you know, hiding the mask, you know, putting the mask on. And he said, I always tried to put up this image of what a man should be like. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how you, who you should be. He said, but I've never felt that way. I've always had very uh, a feminine emotions. I've always been very uh, sensitive, and he's um he said that he finally decided that. He's going to be who he truly feels like he is, you know, and uh, be a woman. But he's still married to his wife. And, yeah. You know, he's, it, I mean, it was actually and, surprising. So yeah, that it was, heart it was transplant, crazy. Like, like almost dying, basically. Yeah, kind of like it made him be up. like, I need to stop trying to be somebody that I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. And he finally went all the way with it. And, and dude, I'm talking about like... A dude who was fucking massive. Just like, still massive? I, I think no, I've not shown no you more. the photos. Yeah, show yeah. me. I, I think I have when we were working out together for a long time there, too. Um, I don't remember. But he's right here. I don't recall, but dang. That's him before yeah, transitioning, before. obviously. Okay, and then seems. that's him now. Or at least shortly mm-hmm. after transitioning. I mean, good for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, that was honestly another moment for me that changed my opinion on a lot of it, too. Because I did really think at first, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I think that there are, I don't think everybody who says they are is. I think a lot of it, especially when there's they're in the celebrity light, it's... Well, a lot a of it, like, people look as a, look at it as a trend, and that's what really fucks with the people yeah. who are actually really doing it. Yeah, yeah. Then they get stigmatized. Oh yeah, because I have full respect for someone who's actually like living their truth. Yeah, I hate watching people make money off the backs of people who are actually suffering. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I really, really well, heavily feel like the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing is and was a ploy. It was like just for clout, basically. Yeah. Like to the point where. The first year that she is a woman, she's voted Woman of the Year. Times Magazine. Yeah, that was crazy. Year. I was like, yo. Dave yo. Chappelle <laughs> fucking killed her. I know. Her. I was like, yo, we're, we're better. <laughs> See, we're better at you than that, too. <laughs> Sorry, but shit. That, shit that, that was, bro, like, it's, yeah. That See, was it, it, kind of a, like a slap in the face right. almost. <laughs> yeah. It's a woman. Like, yeah. So it, it's one of those things, especially because. This person has had a high profile for so long and could have said something forever. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until there were issues in his marriage and he's like, well, I'm, it, this is the way it feels. I'm not saying that I'm right or You're anything. Canceled, it just feels... I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> my cancel. I, I'm not even active yet. So um, my thing is, if they did do it for the right reasons, cool. I feel mm-hmm. like he saw that his marriage was falling apart, her marriage was falling apart, and decided, hey, I'm not going to have the same kind of income coming in because I yeah. don't have anything without them, so I need to do this big publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. Whether they did feel this way mean. before and didn't act on it and just did it as a vehicle for that to progress their career, either way, it feels kind of gross. Yeah, with the Elliot Page situation, you can tell 
he's legit. Yeah, that that one's genuine because yeah. there was no yeah. pandering. It didn't affect the job she got. Or nope. He got. Um, I, it's really hard. I'm sorry. Uh, he's starting to get abs and shit now. Yeah, like, goddamn. And then I also enjoy the fact that they didn't change anything for the thing she was already signed on to due to it. Yeah. It wasn't something that she was trying to fit in he was trying to fit an agenda it's the way he actually felt yeah that i That's respect what i mean like when you're doing it and you're not gonna gain anything from it you know what i mean then that's how you know you know it's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Gabe Tough, like he probably lost followers and oh yeah, all that shit. If anything. Oh yeah, especially it's like a big risk being a fucking bodybuilding. A lot of that audience and shit. Yeah, like I, I like I know a lot of people. Like I would read comments and probably be like, yeah, I'm not following you now. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, and it's crazy to me because you know I've never had a problem with it before. Um, I mean I still don't have a problem with it obviously, but um, the way when 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 he transitioned, I was just like, holy shit, like. Like it, it just blew my mind, and I was like, and, and I even messaged. Oh, oh, it's my fucking old Instagram. I had message, uh, uh, messaged her, and told her, um, like she was hinting that there was gonna be a big change, right? Yeah. Um. So, and there, in you know, she was saying how it might people are not gonna people are gonna have mixed feelings about it. And I had messaged her and told her how much of an influence you know she uh was to me in bodybuilding and. Um, I had told him like I'm, I've been following you from the beginning. You're still you, no matter what it is that you're gonna do. I want you to know that you know I'm still on your side, and you know I pre- I'm, I'm excited to see this new change, whatever it is that you're gonna do, or you know whatever it is that you're gonna do. And yeah, she messaged me back saying thank you, all this and that. And I was like hell yeah, got to talk to <laughs> like, nice. Ga- Gabriel. Ga- Gabriel is, does she go Gabriella? by Gabriel now? I, that's what I would assume. Go oh, Gabby. Know. She goes by Gabby. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah, yeah, Gabby tells. So I was like, hell yeah, I thought that was really cool. Nice. nice. Um, and like I said, like my perspective of her has not changed. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. it's still the same fucking person. You know, yeah. just yeah. different body. Really, she's got a bunch of ignorant people out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, and they're sir- probably hiding stuff on their own. Yeah, which is why they <laughs> right. act like that. Yeah, well, they got so much anger just in themselves that they want to be fucking. They want to release it on everybody else. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I will say that. I think the I think the people that actually do feel that way aren't the ones who hurt the movement in the public's eyes. It's the ones who are faking it. Mm-hmm. So if we can get past that part where this is just a trend, cool. Like the fact that like here, here's the other thing with Auntie's Diaries. I also really enjoyed the part where he talks about sticking up for his cousin. His cousin. Yo, yeah. that was a power. Yeah, that was a powerful shit. Um, to in front me of an entire because, church. um, he. They, they, this is this is where he said that. Well, this is where he stopped be, uh, believing religion. Where he's just like, you guys just contradicted yourselves. Like, didn't don't you guys say that we do not judge? Don't you guys say that we should love thy neighbor and all this and that? It's like now I know that you guys are fucking full of shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like this religion is full of shit, and that's I think that's when he was like, like now I'm gonna go on my on on a real spiritual journey and really find myself because all this other shit is fucking fake. It's all a lie. It's all everybody putting on masks basically oh yeah absolutely Uh, the lyrics uh on that one was honestly fantastic like just the flow to actually make something like that work um i know me and you talked like you might have used the uh word faggot a few too many times but it's still (laughs) in context it makes sense especially when you understand why he did it yeah especially when you put it in context and then compare it to the last verse when he's talking Mm -hmm. about bring the famous youtube video where he brings this white girl on stage and she starts saying the n-word and he's like oh no 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 like 
rap has always been able to use the word faggot until recently. Mm-hmm. He's like, so the whole idea of like, why is it okay for you to say it coming from his cousin? It gets really weird when you put it in the context of if you want to say that word, then you start need to start letting white girls say, yeah. Well, shit, Skullboy Q talked about that, and he said, "Why not?" Yeah, to when, like white people saying it. No, no, Childish Gambino, yeah. Childish yeah. Gambino did the same thing. Too. I, yeah, I have the, the opinion thing? that don't get me wrong, I wouldn't say it regardless. Yeah, but it would be nice for the word to be destigmatized. It would have a long way to go. It's just that so many people still use it in such a hateful way that. Mm-hmm regardless of how a white person were to say the word unless they're in their group of friends that allow it which i have seen many times i have too um and it almost seems hypocritical in a certain way because you know certain people get a pass certain people don't i'm not crying about it because i don't give a shit about saying it it's not something i crave but some people genuinely get hurt over it doesn't make sense to me yeah but i think we need to stop creating separating lines in cultures i don't think we personally even need words like that but they're there Mm -hmm. so it'd be nice to get to a day where we destigmatize all that shit and we can't use hate like that yeah if that makes sense and unfortunately yeah it's not that kind of world (laughs) um but yeah the lyrically for him to actually be able to string something like this to tell this kind of story really surprised me because it's not something you ever hear about from a rapper yeah no especially Yo, in this culture yeah it, there's this um youtuber that i that i follow who breaks down music and he was doing a live um reaction to the album when that song came up this dude always gets real weird whenever it comes to sexual shit and especially when it comes to gay shit like you know like weird in what way like he get like he like he almost acts like it's towards him and he gets squirmy about it and he gets like he'll be like, oh no, hell no! Like when uh, like when Eminem would you know say some gay shit, he would be like, what the hell is this? I don't want to hear this shit. Ah, okay, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And when that came on, um, he was just like, huh? Did he just say that my my uh my my uncle is Marianne now or whatever? He's like, did you hear what he says? Like. Demetrius. I don't Mary know if I can now. fuck with this. And then when he starts saying fact, 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 he's like, oh hell no, no, I can't listen to this shit. And I'm just like. People got mad at him. They're like, damn, are you really that homophobic? <laughs> like, bro, just listen to the fucking song. Like, listen to it. And he was like, nah, because YouTube's going to shut me down. We're like, shut the fuck up. Like, all of us who have heard you do reactions, we know you get weird with this shit. I'm like, bro, just listen to the fucking song because it's a deep meaning, you know? But he's one of those ignorant fucking people who are so uncomfortable with it. You can't listen to a song that has... And you know something like that? Yeah. It's like, bro, like, what? you're weird, dog. I was once told by somebody... If a person gets super offended by a gay person or whatever, yeah, there's a good chance that that person is in the closet too. Might be, might be. That's why know, I'm so defensive about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it. I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's funny. I mean, yeah. yeah. Even like, <laughs> I even got a, a a family member, a cousin of mine, who, um, so fucking childish, bro. There's one time we were uh, lifting weights, and there's this chest workout where you get on your knees and you push the plate up like this. Uh, and he's like, "I'm not doing that shit, cause I'm like, why not?" He's like, "That's gay, nigga. Like, you're gonna get on your fucking knees. Like, what the fuck, I'm like, bro? We're working out at a gym. <laughs> what the fuck is gay about? You're not standing in front of me. I'm like, what? I'm like, get your fucking weird ass out of here, dog. Like, you, 
That's like saying you're not going to do squats because you're worried about somebody grabbing your ass. I, that's probably yeah. why he doesn't do squats, too. Oh, oh that makes God. sense. I'm just like, yo, dog, you ain't even been to prison like that, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, my boy? <laughs> oh, so fuck. it's just, yeah, I'm like, yo, y'all need to chill the fuck yeah. out with that shit. Yeah. I will say, I I used to notice that a lot more growing up than I have lately, which is nice. Like it, It's not gone by any means, but you don't see people react that way quite as much. Like my uncle Joey used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. Like he was so weirded out by stuff like that until he got older and then he had friends that were gay and then the shit changed. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just, you need to have that extra lens to see through for a lot of people. And I think uh, it's going to come to a point where like, even like even our age group and people who are younger than us, is starting to go away a little more mm-hmm. with the younger generations. Cause there's, it's, so normal it's not normal but it's getting to a normal place to where you're exposed to it oh yeah it's so much more prevalent than it was when we were in elementary school yeah like yeah i remember my parents had um friends that my dad worked with that were uh lesbians and it was the first gay couple i was ever around and it really it it helped me as a child grow to learn because it's something i caught on to immediately yeah because it was different than the normal but it was something i was able to like latch onto and learn from whereas like i have cousins that i watched the way they were raised and they still have a hard time with that looking at other people like that and that's where it all starts is how you're raised and what yeah. you're taught it, it is i mean that's because no one's born hateful no no no, no one's born that you can put two sure. you can put a white kid and a black kid on a playground together and they will play for fucking ever yeah until no. one of their racist dads pulls them away yeah. and says we don't hang out with them. Yep, we yeah, don't associate with them. Well, I yeah. remember, um, <laughs> God damn, when we lived in uh, Frontera, um, we lived, our, our next door neighbors that we hung out with all time, uh, all the time was a black and uh, Latino family, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, uh, black parents that um, adopted a lot of uh, Latin kids, and then they had their own kids too, right? And across the street was, you know, just white people. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this little kid, Dylan, that used to come across the street to play with us. Um, he was kind of fucking annoying. He was that little <laughs> one white boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he was a lot younger than us, too, you know? Like, he was probably, like, 10 years old, and we're all, like, you know, 15, 16, 17. So, you know, we weren't really trying to hang out with him, but, you know, we were nice to him, and we didn't, like, tell him to fuck off or anything. Mm-hmm. So he would come play basketball with us, and then one day he came up to us and told us, like, hey, my mom said I can't come over here anymore. And we were like, oh, like, why is that? And he said, she said that this side of the street's dangerous. <laughs> I can't be around you guys. Like, we were just like, Fuck. we all looked at each other like, fucking racist bitch. Are you serious, bro? Like, <laughs> like I mean, cool because we don't gotta hang out with you anymore. But at the same time, like that's a, that like, you shouldn't be teaching your fucking kid that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because he's be like, well, why is it dangerous? And she's be like, because those like aren't the type of people you should be. Like you, you put you're putting that in his head, mm-hmm. and now he's gonna grow up with that ignorant mindset. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 sad man that there still are fucking people like that well right? especially when it comes from your parents it's harder to get away from exactly because that's it, all you're yeah, yeah you know and, it's one of those mindsets you kind of like you sink into it's not something you can it, it's a lot harder to get away unless you separate i wonder yeah. if, i wonder how he's doing now i wonder if he's a racist ass little motherfucker <laughs> now or, or, or if he you know hung out with some blacks and and <laughs> some, some mexicans and, you know got and got along you know what i mean but like you know what? i kind of fuck with you guys y'all, y'all pretty funny you know what i mean I don't know what my mom was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's what happened, man, because, come on, man. That stuff's yeah, wild. Yeah, that's wild. Um, 
So, yeah, we'll move on to uh, Mr. Morale because there is no sh- stopping with Auntie's Diaries. You can go for days. <laughs> yeah. For real. I have been talking about that for like last 20 or 30 yeah. minutes, dog. We, we, we didn't go nearly as deep in any of the ones no. before. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's. That, I, I think it's also because this is one of the songs that stuck with me in my head. Yeah, but I think half. it's also, yeah. you know, something that's really big right now. And like you said, it's, tra- it's a trending topic. Oh, yeah. So, Dave Chappelle just had his fucking incident you know it's still a fucking training topic which incident <laughs> the one where he got tackled on stage or the other um, ones i mean damn yeah <laughs> i mean but no the one the one where he uh he dropped his uh netflix special oh, yeah. talking about you know trans people and everything and see i still hate the backlash he got for that because i think it's bullshit it's fucking, well it, yeah be, the, the people who gave him backlash are literally the people who didn't watch the fucking yeah they're like know, oh the, you're the, bashing on trans people and yes he has some jokes about trans people but the yeah, whole thing is jokes about more, fucking everybody yeah. bro the whole and, comedy and he, yeah, yeah i'm just saying any type of thing that can be taken offensive he's talked shit about everybody oh, yeah. you have to be able to like, laugh but, at yourself yeah, dude. like the whole special though is him commemorating his friend who was trans yeah yeah and that's why i'm just like but they don't see that they ignore no, that yeah. shit but that's what i'm saying like, they probably didn't even fucking watch it yeah you know? they just took his jokes and be like oh like you're a piece of shit yeah you know, that's what i'm saying that's why I, that's why i watched the trial with amby uh amber heard amber heard her trip jesus you, johnny depp <laughs> you see the memes that said i'm gonna stop calling it a number one and number two start calling it r kelly and amber heard yeah i've seen that it's beautiful yeah dad jokes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so mr morale it's kind of funny you got auntie's diary which is a slow sad song and then mr morale and then another slow sad song right after that mm-hmm. it's like they had to break it up oh, a little yeah. bit right <laughs> um what caught your guys' eyes on this song i need to refresh my memory on this song real quick i was thinking the same because there's one song that i'm like i have a couple of lyrics in my head about um when his mom asked him i think it's mother i sober where if he is if he was molested yeah. yeah okay so i'll that's hold that off yeah, till yeah, that, that one that song um you know this is another song that i feel like um solidifies my theory on him channeling jesus because he's jesus Talk, yeah jesus cristo um because he's talking about how he you know he's lived a thousand lives had three thousand wives yeah i find out demons been outside even better better known as myself i'm a demigod so like yeah that's really just my point um nice so one thing i will say is like i said earlier i think anytime that he i think this song is kind of a letter to his son because he literally starts it off enoch your father just mm. detoxed yeah um my calling is right on time transformation i must have had a thousand lives and like three thousand wives so it almost seems like a lot of this album was written we've talked about the different state stages of uh like him as a person throughout this album but i think it's a lot to teach his kids and to teach the youth in Mm -hmm. general yeah how to kind of push forward in the future yes um and to open up yeah mm-hmm. absolutely because break the break the curse yeah absolutely uh is it at the end of this song or is it the end of mother i sober mother i sober okay yeah. the gen- you broke the generational curse thing yeah um it's just it's it's amazing to see when he is talking to his son like how he's kind of preaching yeah. and uh promoting growth mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think I'm not, I don't want to read every fucking lyric. That's the thing. It's it's hard to... Oh, I think his daughter's name is Uzi. 
Because in the second verse, he says, Uzi, your father in deep meditation. My spirit's awakened. My brain is asleep. I got a new temperature. I wonder if that shortened version of the actual Probably. Movie. And yeah. I'm assuming Enoch probably is too, but you never know. Yeah. Because mm. it could be stuff he took from like the Bible or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to go with the basic name, huh? What would you say the basic theme is? Uh, the basic theme of Mr. Morrell? Yeah. I kind of look at the <laughs> This is one of the ones. <laughs> it is. It is. It's one of the ones. Yeah, just him, again, a self-realization point, and this is where the Mr. Morrell actually comes in and bringing people together through everything that the album was. Makes sense. I agree. Yeah. I, I do think that it, it is a deep song. There is a lot to it, but it is a lot of him just kind of trying to guide. Yeah. And get over his past uh, indiscretions, I guess is the right word. Yeah. You think there's anything you'd like to add to it? No, I mean, it's pretty much cool. got it all out. All righty. So we will move on to Mother Eye Sober. Um, I will say one thing that surprised me. I didn't... I, w- I will say that this is one issue I kind of always... With the molesting thing. It's one of those things that I always kind of assumed wasn't as prevalent in black culture as it is in a lot of other cultures. Cause I have heard of a lot of like the whole, everyone hears about the uncles touching kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not one of those things I ever heard talked about from th- that culture. Yeah. I, I always heard it from a lot in Hispanic families and a lot in white families mm-hmm. just cause it's, a lot of more of what I grew up around, and see, I mean, I hear, I hear it in in, in a lot of black families too, though. But I think it's. I mean, wh- I feel like you just got to listen to a lot of hip hop, I guess, because the game talks about it. Yeah, the game I, talked about how he watched his uh, dad molest his sister. Well, I just think it's a, a lot more, a lot less talked about in the black yeah. community than it is in other communities because. I guess m- that's fair. Yeah, m- most you. communities want to bring awareness to it and shame the person that did it, but. I think the black community is a little bit more. Um, it's their ego, it, you know. It's, 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 a, it's a, like I said, it's an uh, an image that they put, especially um, you know people from the black community that you know come from, um, like it's the streets. You know what I mean? It's it's like uh, uh, if if you are open, if if that does happen to you, you open up about it and you say it, people may view you differently because you're supposed to have this, you know, tough guy type of vibe to yourself. You know what I mean? I think it's that, and I also think it's they're a lot. They seem a lot more protective of the family image. Mm, okay. In, in a lot of situations, like I'm they're not, they're trying to like give the image that there's no flaws at yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Especially when, uh, so I think that other families do it too, but I think it's more prevalent that way because of the fact that. Most black families do a really hard job of trying to portray something and fight a stigma that they're kind of stuck with that has been built over the last 60, 70 years in uh, at least this country Um, where a lot of people assume thug, gang member, stupid shit like that, that we shouldn't. And they're doing a, a lot of families are doing a really good job of trying to get over that stigma and trying to 
push past that and create a new image of the black family. And that only drags it back that much further. So it's something that is hidden almost exclusively. It, it's not talked about the same way in, it is in other cultures because other cultures were other cultures will push people away that do that to their family where it's almost like you have to pull people in to hide that uh, the flaw. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Um, is it, it's just something any family I've seen deal with that regardless of race, they do seem to try to hide it because it's embarrassing. Yeah, um, I mean, and not only embarrassing, but it's something that's just hard to open up to because. You know, you don't want to, um, first off, expose the person who did it to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You don't, you know, um, you can also be afraid that nobody will believe you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it may, maybe it's just a hard thing just to, to even bring up. Maybe it's a hard thing to even think about. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, and there, yeah, there's like a lot of like, especially like the trauma from it. Yeah, it's emotionally you can, damaging. Yeah, it's mostly damaging and it can be so traumatic sometimes to where you suppress a lot of it yep. for a long time and then something happens it. to where it can trigger it and then you can feel shame from it and yep. all this other shit yeah. So. yeah it's definitely something that um i feel like is a very hard thing to move past and and, and uh yeah. talk to with people you know um but yeah yeah no um th- there's a lot of like this song has a lot of like moments of just feeling powerless in situations like that and then just situations where like he got to watch up he got to grow up watching like his mother takes some shit that she shouldn't have. Yeah. Like he has the lyric. Um, uh, I was just on it. Sorry. Uh, mother cried. Put they put their hands on her. It was family ties. I heard it all. I should have grabbed a gun, but I was only five. Yep. So like that's something that is awful. I have family members that have had to call the cops on their parents when their mm. dad was beating the shit out of their mom. Through the lens of the past everybody wishes they could have done something differently and putting that pressure on a child in those moments hindsight is fucking mm-hmm. rough yeah because there is no point where a child should be holding a gun in the first place but like even having that thought as a adult that hey when i was a kid i should have done this it's fucking raw it's yeah. something that it's one of those other things that we should be able to get past as a society but thousands of years have proven it's almost impossible yeah yeah um and then obviously you have the fact of him finding out that his mother was raped raped and raped and that's why she was trying to push him to tell her like like were you molested like almost trying to say to tell him that he was to make him think he was or something see, like, I, to be see, I don't even think it, I don't, yeah i mean i don't even think it was to try to like convince him that he was or anything mm. like that i think it was more of a she wants him to know like you can talk to me yeah you know what i mean like you can open up to me and she didn't believe him because of her experience and her trauma and everything and maybe she was in that position where she didn't want to tell anybody yeah and she knows what that feels like mm-hmm. so um i think that's what that was is her trying you know telling kendra like yo like you you can open up to me yeah you know? mm-hmm. like it's okay talk to me like i i know how you feel but without telling him that she knows how he feels yeah and then he even says deeper like nothing's wrong but just he's just dealing with how the questions that she was asking him made him feel yeah mm-hmm. so absolutely um i think that kind of wraps that song up yeah pretty much yeah. pretty much and then it ends with the um like what happens in the intro of the album yeah you did i'm out. proud of you you break breaking yeah. the generational curse yeah that's I mean, I thought I, I think the song is my favorite part of the song. 
Like every, every like I, I got a little bit of chills. Right now. I, <laughs> I think about that too, especially like when he has his daughter say it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's all because it's it's something you know that generational curses is something that I didn't start thinking about until Janelle started talking about it a lot, and she's always talking about breaking the generational curse. You know, like it's always in her head, and she's always talking about it. And I never really thought about it. And I thought, man, like now, now when I hear that, I'm like, fuck, I need to do it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to um, have a family and have us struggle as much as my parents did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to do that. Like like my parents did what they had to do, and they took us out of you know the area that you know they grew up in, um, and it did a lot for us. You know, and we got a, we got a nice big house, but it was like. We got a big, nice house, but we were still so broke mm-hmm. that we couldn't do shit. Like, my parents didn't get to enjoy vacations. We didn't go on vacations. You know, we didn't get to um, get things that we wanted when we wanted it. You know, it took time, like, for, you know, like a PlayStation, whatever. Like, it took years and years and years of us bugging. And finally, you know, they were able to afford it. So, Well, yeah, when you got five kids, it's really fucking yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, um, it's definitely something that I don't want to go through yeah. with my family. So, now I'm working hard on breaking this generational curse so that i can give my kids everything and they can experience vacation and that so that they don't have to go to fucking public oh, schools yeah. you know what i mean um definitely um i think it's it's something that everybody should have in the back of their head is breaking the generational yeah, curse i agree and it's something I, I started paying attention to it a little bit before this album came out just like stuff i started to realize like repeating the same cycle that i've seen with my parents and mm. i've seen with other family members where I think I woke up to it almost too late to where I kind of, I'm not trapped, but I did fall into a lot of those holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I am a lot more fortunate than a lot of people I know in regards to certain things like the vacations and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't have a whole lot of room to complain. It's just, I have recently started to see a lot of the stuff that I, I've noted the mistakes that family members have made that have kind of opened up my eyes to be able to start detouring yeah from those things and make sure that my kids don't have to deal with exactly yeah so, absolutely. Yeah. um last but certainly not least mirror. is mirror uh what are your thoughts damien definitely feels like a closing song yeah. um and honestly I, I like it but i almost feel like to me like i could i could end it with mother eyes over I can see that, but I I will say I do enjoy this for the simple fact of literally it's it's one line repeated over and over again. It's I choose me. me I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's, I can't live. It. He got me when he said I can't live in the matrix anymore. Um, let me tell you what I think this song is. Cool. What if we never hear from Kendrick Lamar ever again? I've I've honestly thought about that. Like, what if this? Because even said Mister One through Five is the only yeah. logic. Like, like, well, what if this is it? This is this is him saying, "I did my part. I came. I delivered the message. I tried to guide you. I tried to be the voice for the people, and now I have my family. Now I am healed. It's time for me to choose me now. It's it, I'm not gonna do this shit for you guys anymore. I already did my part, and you guys are ungrateful for it. Not in those words specifically but because people are ungrateful they are you know what i mean and um i gotta that that's that's my i'm hoping not i'm hoping i'm wrong but um if we never um if he never drops another album again or if he ends up getting killed here in the next year or or so um you know what i mean then yeah i've yeah it's all it's almost like mac miller like 
you didn't know Mac, like uh, uh, Mac Miller's last album was his last album until he died, right? But when you heard it, it's it's so clear that it was like planned. Like he mm. knew that that was gonna be his last album. He told he was telling everybody goodbye. You know what I mean? When you listen oh, to that shit, it's fucking that's circles. a crazy fucking circles it's bone gave chilling. me chills yeah. like nothing else. Like, yeah. and that, like hearing that album, I'm like, yo, that this dude said goodbye to all mm. of his fans because he knew like it, like y'all I'm out like I'm done yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not with this anymore. I'm not saying Kendrick Mars on the same boat of you know dying I, I don't think it mean, would be by his own hand no, the same way no yeah. but you know it's it's a um it's a possibility especially with how much shit that he did expose in, in this like Doctor Sebi and shit like yeah that. you know yeah. And, um Janelle and I were having this conversation um and I was telling her how you know. I told her what I thought about this song and how I think this might be his last song, whether he uh, retires from hip hop or um, ends up getting killed. And uh, she like uh, debated it with me. She's like, but this wouldn't get him killed. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it, it, this album could because he was pretty upfront about everything. I'm like, it's shit. It happened to Tupac. It happened to Nipsey Hussle. Like, it does not take much for, you know, the least to one she dead, you know? Um, and when she listened to Nipsey Hussle's album, I think she listened to another album. She told me, she's like, okay, I can, I can definitely see what you mean now. I can definitely see how this album um, could, um, how this album has a message that the elites and the most powerful ones don't want people to hear. Yeah. You know, um, it's, as soon as, like, Tupac talked about it in the uh, uh, Mortal Man, said as soon as I was pushing all the right buttons, they didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't like what I was doing. And that's why they that's that's why they killed me. That's why I'm gone. You, yeah. They killed him where he faked his death and dipped out. You know what I mean? It could be it could be the same thing. Yeah. I will say, if he does not make music anymore, I think this is a good goodbye. I think so too. I, his discography uh, will go down as one of the best. Oh yeah. He he. So don't get me wrong. Like we've said, this was technically not totally, but in the eyes of a lot of people, a flop. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a right outlook because I do think it delivered the message it wanted to. He has such a and strong fan base that it's not going to hurt. Well, that's and the you thing. Know what's numbers shouldn't matter to people. They like shouldn't. This. No. shouldn't. And and they but, don't. but you know what's crazy? Even if they do, he got 300 million streams yeah. the first week. Yeah. That's not a fucking flop, bro. No, no it's streams not. are what's m- what matters now because yeah. album sales aren't really... They're, yeah, not, they're not what they were anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I think that Mirror... Is almost him telling people, I found where I needed to fix myself. Yep. I found what I needed to do. Now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not on me anymore to take you through life. Take your own journey and move forward. I'm not going to be here to guide you the rest of the way. And if I do make yeah. another album, so be it. But... If I don't, I think he's okay with that. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is where I'm dropping off. He put he every fucking album that he has dropped is a fucking work of art yeah every goddamn album and i don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion if they don't think so then they're either ignorant or they simply just don't like them well and that's yeah. the thing I, I can't bash on people too much because here's my thing do i like the more heady message filled stuff mm-hmm. yes and do i understand why some people don't sure yeah a lot of times there's many different reasons for it I can't bash you for not liking this because I'm not big about all the fucking mumble rap shit. Well, that's the thing. To each their own. Music, like movies, is subjective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and people are going to like it. Some people aren't. But when people just say, this and this is trash, but they don't give you an explanation as to why it's trash, they're just hating. Oh, yeah. It's taken a while for me to get to a point where 
I've stopped caring what other people think about the things I love. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been so pissed at like, like even just reviews from critics where I'm like, it's not even something I have any fucking stake in, yeah. but I'm like, this is one of my favorite movies. How could you not like it? Yeah. Like it's something that it bothers people because it challenges their beliefs. So I can understand why certain people don't like certain things. I like if un- people can understand why I view certain things in a different way, then we're all good. Who gives yeah, a shit? And if you bash people for liking something, then that's just like shitty too. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic. I mean, yeah. It, it's one of those other things that, <laughs> No matter what won't go away, but even then it's, I, I can't even say it's minimized because it's still where it is. Yeah, if you believe I, in one thing that somebody else doesn't believe, you're vilified. Yeah. I'm not going to call you a fucking moron for liking the last Jedi to your face, uh, to my face. See, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Me and you will sit here and have that conversation. Yeah. I fully know your opinion <laughs> yeah. and I don't let it affect my opinion. Of the movie. Yeah. It is something that, like I've so said, you watch I enjoy it and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's something that I enjoy. <laughs> And I don't think it has a whole lot of rewatchability, yeah. but the first time I watched it, I walked out fucking so excited. I was like, it's one of the best put together films minus that whole fucking Canto bite thing. The Harry Potter planet. Yeah. It was stupid as shit. Yeah. It's a great solo movie, but you put it in that trilogy. It does not fit. It was the worst fucking idea Disney has ever had. Yeah, that, that was one of the biggest blunders of all time. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, them firing Johnny Depp was a much worse idea. I mean, that was fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. it was awful. It, it's it's something like that is also wrong because of the fact that how long did it take for anybody to do anything about Amber Heard? There literally had to be a court case. Johnny Depp had a article come out, and he yeah. was gone. Yeah, just like that. Yep. It's just like it is not right, but that is what happened during the entire Me Too movement. You know how many of these cases we could actually have? I'm saying, like, if if you're a woman, not Harvey Weinstein, you don't you don't need proof. You don't need evidence. All you got to do is say, "This is what they did to me," and the whole world will fucking believe you. I mean, shit like that that makes it difficult for women who actually get abused to Mm -hmm. come out and say. That's why women don't come out is because of shit like that. Yeah, I think that. we should have a streamlined system by now to fix something like this. The biggest and easiest way to stop a lot of this in the future is you make a false accusation and it's provable that it's false. You have to register as a sex offender. You trying to ruin someone yeah, else's life. So yeah. And knowing some, that there's a reper- something like of, of, of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that there's a the repercussion. Fucking- if you try to ruin someone else's life off of a false accusation, because you're embarrassed because you did something that you're not proud of, mm-hmm. you deserve the punishment you're trying yeah, to give them yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like the job i'm sure you guys have heard of this no i'm sure you've heard of something i like it uh it was like a few years ago a um high school dude who had so many opportunities he had like all kinds of uh what, what scholarships for college he was like looking to be a star football player he i think was in prison for six years yeah. um for uh rape charges and then oh, they had found yeah. proof that they had found evidence that like none of it was real. Like she finally came out and admitted, and uh, and she didn't get anything. But like he came out, he missed six years of his life. Now he he was he'll never go to the NFL. He still will never you know uh, be able to go to college and get those scholarships because that's still on his. It still blemished his record. Like it's still on mm-hmm. him. It's yeah. still in his background that he went to prison for six years for this shit. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And it's fucking bullshit that she just basically got a slap in the hand like, don't do this again, and yeah. went on about And he's life. fucked. Same thing, he's completely fucked. Same thing that happened to the Duke <laughs> lacrosse team. To who? Do you remember that? The Duke lacrosse team? I don't remember that. Oh, five familiar. guys were accused. Five guys burgers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
five guys from the Duke lacrosse team were accused of raping this girl at a party. And years later, it come out that she lied about the whole fucking thing. These dudes still are not That's, able to find jobs because they yeah. were so publicly ridiculed. And a lot of people do not look at what happened after or yep. the fact that they have been exonerated. It's your name is toxic and mm-hmm. it has created problems so much to the point where I can't hire you because I will be looked down upon because other people will not do the research. Yep. It sucks. Yeah. You're automatically vilified regardless. Hypothetically speaking, I'm not saying anything. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just picking a random actor. Let's say Ben Affleck were to get accused of rape. Half the time, Hollywood has swept shit under the rug like that anyways. But if it were to come out and be public, and even if he were to be able to disprove it, a lot of people won't look past the rape allegation yep. look at what's happened with casey affleck which i think that one's a little bit more gross and because he probable. paid someone off which yeah. means he did something <laughs> yeah but at the same time if you're willing to take the payoff initially you shouldn't be able to come back later yeah, yeah. i think that's gross as well yep. i don't think either one is right yeah but you have a lot of cases of people coming and trying to ruin people's careers because their feelings get hurt shit like that yeah. is not okay mm. it's and it's pathetic. irreparable it's really but Sad. And then you got instances where shit actually went down, like the Harvey Weinstein shit. That was yeah, yeah, way no, that true. Was, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. As, yeah. as long as you can bring a legitimate account of what happened, some small semblance of proof, and you're not just bandwagoning for a fucking paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. Innocent until proven guilty. Proven, like you prove that shit. Like, how come you have to bring evidence and really prove everything with anything else except for this type of shit? yeah that's something i've never understood my grandmother uh ma'am yeah uh was a detective uh, specifically in sex crimes for 25 years yeah she said she told me this last week actually she said i feel bad because i feel like i ruined so many lives but there was nothing i could do mm-hmm. to change it because i can tell you at least 50 percent of them were lying yep yep she's like but there was nothing i could do to prove it Yep. Yeah. So we had to continue with yeah. hard cases like that. Bullshit. Like you have nothing to prove that you didn't do it, but there's also no proof that you did. So it's like Yeah, but here here's the thing. The prosecution, well, and it, it's not even the police uh officers' fault in most of these no, issues. No, no, no. It is the district attorney's fault mm-hmm. because they will take any case that they know they can win. Yeah. And if absolutely. it's a case like that, you need next to no evidence. Yep. yep. Which is what's going on with Deshaun Watson right now. Yes. Because um, yesterday, two more women came. Now it's up to 24 women that are accusing them. And the difference in this case is there's actually evidence now that were in the court documents that prove that he tried to pay a couple of them off and it, oh, it, and it, it didn't good. go through. Mm. And there's also text messages him apologizing to one of them after their session. <laughs> And so there's yeah, more, there's there's starting there's evidence starting to come out now. When I when I told you, remember twenty two women at the time? Oh yeah. I'm like, when there's twenty two women accusing you, that's a little more believable. Yeah. If absolutely. it was like one to three, then you're like maybe, but twenty two. I, 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 I and I will say, even with there being twenty two, yeah, I still expect like five of them to not be true. Well, yeah, there's yeah. probably yeah. something to true, but they're like doing twenty two. I mean, yeah. come yeah. on. But yeah, that that's, that's seventeen, 17 that versus you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're yeah, still exactly. a shitbag, and he's still trying to try to pay someone off. That's a red flag. Oh, yeah. the text message. That's why I hate my so my like, brothers out there who are in toxic relationships. I know a lot of you. 
save all the text messages. Oh, yeah. Save that shit, bro. I swear to God. Like, if it, and it, uh, just a little, little tip, as stupid as this might sound, too. If you know you're getting close to the end of a relationship, start using condoms. You don't need a kid with some crazy bitch, and you also don't need start using your condoms. DNA inside of her if she decides to come back for some stupid shit. And really start, like, keeping track of your stuff so you said like save yeah. everything save everything yeah. for real and and if you can catch them and really watch what you do life. and what you say to yeah, her how man. you treat like, really like bro uh one of my one, i have a homeboy who um when he will not leave his baby mama his girl his wife girlfriend but they live together and everything um because she threatened him and told him that if he ever leaves her she will uh file child support on him and um Make I don't remember what the accusa- uh, accusations were, but she was gonna uh, make false accusations, and he was like, I, I can't leave her, bro, because I can't. Like he's got two other baby mamas that he pays child support oh for God. already, so he's <laughs> just like, he's like, I'll be fucked. And then if she makes those false accus- uh, accusations, he's like, then like it's I'm done. Like, and, oh, and then she wouldn't let him see his kids too. So that's the other thing that I think needs streamlined with our justice system. Women get a lot more rights to their children than men ever do. Uh, men can have a much higher income be very successful be clean be you literally could be suit and tie Mm -hmm. top top fucking notch whatever you could be dating some ratchet ass chick who doesn't have a job who smokes weed all day and she will still be she could be doing coke and all these other things and then and even with that evidence she will still get uh custody before you do yep and they'll say it's because you don't have time for your own child which is bullshit you would rather the kid be in a dangerous place with all Mm -hmm. these drugs around bad environment with potentially abusive people coming in and out of her life because obviously she has issues of some sort she could be bringing strange men in at any fucking time to into your child's life but you still don't have say and you owe her money yeah and they even said that in a marriage story Mm -hmm. when uh laura dern's talking to scarlett johansson saying that you know priority goes to the women in these cases and, and she even said it's fucked up but that's just the way it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it's widely acknowledged i mean unless you have some gross shit going on like a meth conviction from the mother you're not going to get your kids like yeah. you should yeah. like there has to be some really gross shit or them literally being like i don't want them mm-hmm. like that's, that's the only I, way it goes you gotta you gotta you gotta catch a baby mom slip and have the evidence right there. And also, prove it to the prove it to the jury. There's that, but also, we should be a lot more um, thoughtful about our partners and shouldn't just. I get fucking and having fun and enjoying your life. That's one thing. You just gotta be careful. We mean we yeah. need to be much and, more selective. But here's the thing about that is uh, there's a lot of um, instances where she is the perfect girl, and then you put the ring on the finger, and then. Just like that. so that's what happened with amber heard he was talking about how amazing look let me i'm gonna give you guys a theory right Dude. so everything was fucking sunshine and rainbows with johnny depp and amber heard before they got married then they got married and a month later went on the honeymoon that's when shit flopped right and you know what it was that made her flip her fucking shit and become an evil demented bitch is when she found out that he didn't put her on his will they were only married for a month I think this bitch was planning on murdering him, making it look like it was an accident or some shit, so that she can take all of his fucking money. I wouldn't be surprised. Because 
given the fact that she like that's that's when she threw the vodka bottle at him and chopped off a part of his finger well, is when she found out that he didn't have her on his will so now she comes up with this crazy fucking story about how he's, he's been abusive she's like okay well i gotta get money from him mm-hmm. somehow somewhere well and it it really started right after he made her sign a post-nuptial agreement which mm-hmm. most people are smart enough to do a prenuptial agreement Fuck she yeah. thought she was going in free getting everything after yep. whatever happened yeah he was like oh no 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 I can see this going sideways. If you want yeah. this relationship to keep working and you want any of this, you're signing on the Which, when line. you're rich like that, you should do that. Obviously. Hell yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm, like, Janelle and I both agreed that we will do that. We're going to do a prenup yeah, and everything. Because, because, like, you just... Bro. You never know people, what's going to happen. Yeah, you oh, just yeah. never know what's going to happen. I don't know who I'm going to be five years from now. Yeah. You know, I don't know who she's going to be five years yeah. from now and vice versa, you know? Well, and the only reason I did not do that with my wife is because when I met her, I had nothing. If I were, if me and her were to ever get a divorce, in my opinion, yeah, she deserves half because she helped me get half because I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to watch my kids. I didn't have any of that. She yeah. earned half if anything were to happen. Yeah. I don't have anything, so she getting half of nothing. But, <laughs> uh, but it's the fact that if, if, if both partners are putting in equal work, yes, there should mm-hmm. be a split, but it should only be the split of what's, what, what's gained through the relationship. Fair. Yeah, not what was gained before. Yeah. yeah. Anything you had before is yours. Anything yep. you gained together after, split. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Bill Gates giving his wife half of his money makes sense. She was there the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, other men who they marry some fucking supermodel and they're so blinded by love who lose oh, half of their fucking money when they came in. <sighs> Sorry, uh, Paul McCartney been married three times man is so fucking broke because he keeps forgetting to sign a prenuptial agreement that's why he's still had to do stuff so many times over the years yeah. because i don't know why after your fucking third wife you still wouldn't have them well, sign something getting married bro yeah dude's like fucking <laughs> like, 70 something yeah, like yo like, you got me fucked up man. yeah so it's like one and done protect your ass work the first time for me it ain't gonna work out the second right yeah and i that's my thing is like just be smart. Here's another Protect thing. Protect yourself. Uh, maybe if you're fucking 20 plus years older than somebody, don't fucking date them and marry them. <laughs> hey, I think it depends on the fun, reason. Have fun, my guy. Yeah. Have fun. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. But no. Teach their own. Yeah. But my thing is, definitely learn. She shit on his bed. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely pay attention to who you're with and the way they act. Yeah. Because, that should have been the end of it. Yeah. It, that should should have ended way before there's a lot of red flags <laughs> yeah. like just no take care of yourself protect yourself and be watch careful of the people do. you associate with yeah watch what you do um do you have anything else to say before we end the podcast either of you gentlemen um, no man uh toasty toasty no? posty the new post oh, Malone shit. album keep it freaky guys Choice. toasty posty yes uh, <laughs> all right so this has been episode 85 of the Super Thwack Podcast. Say what? My name is what? Anthony Stevens. Damien Layla. And our special guest. Nate the Alien. There it is. If you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and especially YouTube. Only fans. <laughs> We're getting Nate there. The alien on Instagram. There you go. Holla at me. Plug it out. And uh, I heard you might have Plug some new uh, uh, gear coming down the line. Little, Damn, who told you that? Oh, uh, did, did I tell you? No, you just posted it on uh, your story, bro. Fuck, I did, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, matter of fact, I need to... As soon as I get off, I was talking business with somebody. Um, I definitely need to respond back to them. Um, yeah, uh, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. 
got some new designs coming through um so yes uh in due time i'm gonna take my time this time doing this um because i rushed it the first time um and I've kind of fucked myself rushing it, you know. Yeah. Um, running your own business by yourself is very difficult to do. So uh, I'm going to take my time this time. Um, here, uh, hopefully by the end of the year. Cool. By the end of the year, I'll have some shit out. I've already uh, began stocking up. I'm talking to my, my printer to uh, get some prototypes out and basically go for the, go from there. Hell yeah. So, nice. Yes, sir. Alien yes. Gains will be back here soon. Yes, sir. I'm excited because oh, yeah. I need some more workout gear. Um, but like I said, YouTube especially, make sure to like, subscribe, uh, comment, give us some uh, topics you'd like us to talk about in the future, and make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe on those. It really helps us reach out to other viewers, and we really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.